Um, yes, so in terms of conveyancing, ooh, um, we've had our survey done. Yes. Excellent. Um, yeah. Everyone's very scared of radon, it seems. I don't know what radon is. It's a sort of bubble bath, isn't it? <laughs> Mr. Matey's the only one I know. <laughs> wasn't, there short-lived, been... wasn't there a short-lived um, salt, powder, salt powder called radon? Quite possibly. I'm reading about radon here, lads. It's a tasteless noble gas. I've been out with a few of them. As opposed to the peasant gases. (laughs) It's colourless, it's odourless, and it's radioactive. Oh, the first two didn't seem like a problem. No. Yeah. To every number one ever, just as every number one is pining for your pants down. A random page turn in the British book of hit singles, your red pen out, circled for greatness, or page torn out and thrown into the fires of rage. For further details of what's going on, please foist yourself south to episode zero for full rules and regulations. Have you done that? Taste it. <laughs> and here they are, the doomed men. Joining me, whether they like it or not, spoilers, not, on this three-year voyage into the very much so known freshly washed and able-bodied charity <laughs> boss, its philanthropist and visionary, Mr. Craig Lowe! Hi, Well, Craig. hello there. Hi. And a charity man boss? still barred from York Radio after calling the weather girl a <laughs> It's polymath <laughs> Liam Maloney! Thank you very much. Let me take you for an information ride. This year is the UK Charts 75th birthday. In celebration, myself and the lads are burning parts of it to the ground. Every number one rated and reviewed in a pack of three projected at us by a device so beyond our comprehension, we know it only as the machine. The randomly selected three are discussed and discarded to the bin of shit or argued and augmented into our new music pantheon, which I call Roy, but no one else seems to. If we decide to bin the songs, then the rules state that we need to put something in the pantheon. We tried pushing a lemon up it, but it simply did not suffice. In replacement, we wrestle a crusty number two single from its perch and fix it without debate into the pantheon. Wow, guys, seat of pants. Is this making sense? Do we need to up your meds? Mr. Maloney! (laughs) Do I need to push the button? Do it. And today's machine is... Fleetwood MacBook Pro! (laughs) Fleetwood MacBook Pro. Keep the puns a-coming. Let's begin with Mr. Craig Lowe. Hello. So to start off with, I have number one, number 933. This was number one in the week of our Lord, the 10th of August. Nope. Yes. The 10th of August, 2002. Uh, Fleetwood Book Pro. Can you give me any more salient information about this song? 
These songs are terrible, honestly. Oh, fuck oh. off. Tis, tis but mean? a pop idol. Great. Tis but a pop idol. Great. Actually, it's a pop idol or it is, it is, pop? Well, it, it, well, I'll let you be the judge. I personally <laughs> think tis but an idol. This was number one for two weeks. Let's hear what it is. Ooh, can I have a guess at this, actually? Go on. If you're saying it's a pop idol... Yeah. Is it either Will Young or Gareth Gates? And no. is it Evergreen? Has he died recently? Uh, play that track. Yeah! <laughs> it's got to go in. It's got to go in. Rest in peace. Rest in Darius, peace, Darius Dinesh, Dinesh. Campbell. <laughs> I think so that we... is colorblind by it Darius. Is color... It is. And what we forget is how much balls Darius Dinesh had going after <laughs> that show. Honest to God, he was offered, it, it, with it being the first, what, Pop Idol or X Factor, he was offered the world by Simon Cowell when you thought, oh, we just get the winner. And he was offered the multi-million pound deal and he turned it down. He turned he it threw down. it right back in the face. Absolutely. Was he anti-vaxxer? No, not at all. Not that oh. I'm aware of, anyway. Uh, my favourite quote from him would be, I could have done a cover of Gareth Gates' cover of Robson and Jerome's cover of the Righteous Brothers song. Uh, he wrote all 12 tracks on his debut, which is always worth noting, considering that nobody writes anything anymore unless it's in a committee. <laughs> uh, and I would safely say that were, were I not to know what was coming, this would be in in one. It's, it's, a, it's a great little pop song. So you're telling me that Darius wrote this? Oh, do you know what? And this is something you want to actively say. <laughs> I mean, do, do you not... I find this very hard to believe from you, Liam, that you do not like this track. I, I don't think I've ever heard it before. Get to the chorus. It was... Liam, bob, bob to about 38 seconds and press play. In we go. Oh, he's not, he's not brought the chorus up there, has he, Darius? It's coming now. Yeah. Oh, I remember this. Yes. Yeah. It was number one. Two weeks. <laughs> well, I'm surprised. You, do, how do you feel about this, Matthew? Because it, this song does something that makes you actively gag, and I know that for sure. And and I know and I know what you you say. Right. So yep. we recently reappraised since the 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 untimely death of Mr. Dinesh Mr. Dinesh Campbell was it Craig um yeah Dinesh Campbell this song has been reappraised and I think it it's recharted and you know big soppy lumps like me go actually wasn't that bad that song it's all right I fucking hated it at the time I fucking hated it rose tinted glasses it is it is now if I was going to improve it in any way I think I think the production is piss weak oh but yeah Liam tell tell the people what I can't stand that it does in that song you'd loathe record scratch a a, a late 90s DJ scratch it sucks dick doesn't it huge big wackly cock right anyway so I I am a convert to that song I I think it is oh fuck it I'm going to say it I think it's a nice slice of latter day um, kind of uh, post cowl pop music I disagree entirely. I think it is weak. I think it is entirely vapid, and I think it is purely cynical. 
I think they wanted something with things where it's a bit like, oh, he's sexy, he's kind of sultry, but he's also got emotions. Unfortunately, we're talking about Darius Dinesh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, he's trying to distance himself from his true being. So just because he lies, he goes in the bin for me. <laughs> oh, currently, I'm I'm um, at the toaster and the kettle, ah, right. which is immediately next to the bin because of efficiency. Well, let's see if we can get you closer with our second track. Just before we do, I feel like I need to, just so I don't speak too ill of the dead, um, I need to clarify, it is Chico that's an anti-vaxxer, not Darius. <laughs> there we go. Thank you for clearing his name. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Chico time at the moment. I'll be honest, I really don't know the difference between the two. Oh, you will. Oh, God. Did It's Chico time get to number one, Craig? I think it did. Right, oh, we'll, well, we'll, we'll, find we'll out. revisit this. Yeah, <laughs> we'll okay. get there. What's your second song, Craig? Track number two is number one, number 1032. Ooh, it was one. number one in the week of our Lord, the 25th of March in the year 2006. Uh, Fleetwood Mac Pro, go your own way and tell me, a, tell me some facts. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking legend, I love it. It's been... Oh, that means it was number one for but one week. And uh, I think it's a safe bet that since these two gentlemen on this podcast know me, that they would know that this would be an insta-keep for me also. Oh, he's gonna, this is a... Oh, right, okay, go on. 2006. What's your usual go-to on this podcast when you go, it's not dot, 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 Craig, is it? Hanson. No, but it rhymes with it. Manson? Manson. I'll tell you what, go play that track. Awesome! (laughs) It's Awesome Awesome. That is a great song. (laughs) That is a great song. Now, I'm going to come out with a fact that I've not checked, but I'm going to throw it out there. (laughs) I think this is the lowest selling number one single. Could well be. I think it I mean, sold it like 17,000 17, copies and got to number one. But it is a great song. Yep. Yeah. I, I really, really like this You've song. You've got to like and this one, Liam, haven't you? Uh, no. It, for me, this came out in the raft of the kind of... In fact, I know exactly. I was at uni at this point, and it was just that raft of copy boredom. It was so alternative. Bed. It was at uni and he was so alternative. <laughs> Less of it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't need this from you. <laughs> no, um, and it was like Razorlight and it was fucking Jet and it was uh, Franz Ferdinand and all and the, and the fucking bravery and Orson for me just kind of got caught up and I understand they're probably a little bit different but they just kind of got caught up in that just a, a fun, just a fun pop band I think it was probably the last of the fun sort of pop bands I mean you had your uh, oh god who did Goodbye Mr A What? who were they oh Ooh, fuck my great life show. what oh. are they called that sort of Fun indie pop. This this has got Hoosiers. This Hoosiers, oh. well done. This there song has got more in common with yeah alpha beats of the world than it has with the yes. list of bands that you threw forward, Lim. It's just it's just a decent pop song with a massive chorus, and that'll always sell it to me. Yeah, okay. and for for our listeners, if you want to go to our Patreon, 
This week, you will find a photo of me looking much larger with much longer hair and much younger with the lead singer of Orson. Are we actually trying to get people to Patreon? I mean, I mean, morbid curiosity and all that, lads. You know what? Like, fine, I'll take... Shit. I'll just take a shit. Um... (laughs) I'll take your argument on it. It doesn't move me, and I, I appreciate that it does sit somewhere slightly differently, but it was kind of, yeah, just for me, cold. Oh, cold well, well, let's see what happens with track number three. So track... You're in a bucket with Darius. Number three Chico. is number one, number <laughs> number 994. Fucking hell. This was number one of the... And Another the sixth, late 90s? Uh, uh, late, uh, early 90s. Uh, number one on the 6th of November in the year of our Lord, 2004. It's been... It's another one-week wonder. Correct. It's another one-weeker, but sweet child, we're in trouble, boys. Play it. (gasps) This is Wonderful by Ja Rule. Ashanti and uh, Kelly. Oh, oh no, no! <laughs> Can you tell what it is yet? I'm getting the word. Nonce. Right, we we need to we need to we need to we need to right edit point edit point huge edit point. I'm gonna go over to the door and get my thoughts back together. <laughs> we need to meet a bin Yeah, I know. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking a bottle can... early. <laughs> okay. Oh, right, wow. hang on. Right, can we just have a moment? We right, we're gonna have to I mean right, people I was so I uh... was so upset with this. I was so upset with this that I started looking for loopholes today to see what he was actually <laughs> convicted of to get Darius in the door. And unfortunately, there's no there's no two ways around it. It is R. Kelly, which means for the, for the listeners, just to, for the tape, it is our first non-imida bin on every number one ever. Which means if anyone, as you'll have heard on episode zero, anyone who's been convicted of child sexual offences, convicted. You lose everything. You lose it. All goes in the bin. Yep, straight in the bin. So it was going so well when I read oh, those first two choices coming through on the text, and then that one hit, and I just wept. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. So unfortunately, I don't have a cho- I don't have a choice. So let's see what we're going to get thrown at me because of nonsense. So justice for Craig. Justice yep. for Craig. Justice for Craig here. So, uh, do you want some uh, facts about your um, number one? Oh, no, your number two, sorry. As long as it's not another child sex scandal, I think we're all in the plus. Your random number two, then. Um, so, it was number two in the UK on March 30th, 1996 and it stayed at number two for three weeks um, yeah any guesses I could, when was it, 90, 92 did you say 
96. 96. Uh, is it an Oasis track? Is it? Is it what lost out to Country House? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be fun in the war. That mm. was 95 though, wasn't it? Yeah, I think Race it was. was. Yeah. It could, would this have been Mike Flowers Pop's version of Wonderwall? All right, let's find out. Oh, it's, yeah. Is it the theme from the X-Files by Mark it Frost? Max Snow. Mark Snow. Mark Snow. Mark Snow. My word. Three weeks at number two for a theme from a TV show. Wow. Special. The 90s, the 90s were something. Were awesome, weren't they? Oh, man. Just... I'm not sure about you guys, but my head is completely in pieces after that nonsense meet of him. I've got, like, I don't know what to say, really. There's not much you can say. It's like, you know, going in the Sistine Chapel and, like, spray-painting the ceiling. It's like going to the Crown Jewels and, and just setting them all on fire. It's like rain on your wedding day. Is it my goal? Leonard, it is indeed your go. Do you want to share some information with us? Right, first, number one. It's number one number. One, two, seven, five. It was uh, number one for two weeks on the 6th of September, 2014. Fleetwood MacBook Pro. Do we have any more information? Ooh, a one-hit wonder. It's all coming out of the woodwork today, guys. It's a one-hit yeah. wonder. Could we uh, could we have a listen? I see a painting and I want to paint it black. <laughs> Anyone, any memory of this? Not no, even do you say it was a one, oh, it's a one week. One, was it one week? One, one, hit, one, wonder, one, one hit, hit wonder. So this, lads, gird yourself. This is Lily Wood and The Prick and Robin Schultz. Yes, The Prick. Oh, Robin Schultz is the guy who did um, Waves. Yes, well, he was, he was the guy. So Lily Wood and The Prick released an album, Invisible Friends. I mean... That could only be that could only be a 2010s name band. That Lilywood and the Prick are French. Robin Schultz is German. He re, he remixed the song after the original tanked. Well, over here at least on original release, the original is pared down, acousto, beatless, jazz flute, biffed. Um, but I bet the fucking prick plays the flute. Um, steady, <laughs> it's like it's steady enough guitar led EDM. Really dark lyrics. It's okay. Certainly towards the bearable end of the Spotify TikTok five-second hook-led tunes we've been drowning in over the last 10 years. Closing thoughts? The prick. <laughs> I, it's, it doesn't offend, but it is absolutely meaningless by the same... Yeah, it's, it means nothing to me, so... Do you know what? Pretty much word for word what Liam said and echoed by Craig. I think we're all the same. Um, I, you know, I don't think I'd even notice if it came on the radio. It's... It's less than all right, but yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it it's you... buried. It's buried halfway through the second disc of that year's now summer selection. The prick. Completely forgotten. Massively. <laughs> Massively. Right. Shall we do my second number one? Oh God, yes, Go please. It. 
This is number one, number 377. Ooh, early. I like it. It was number one for three weeks Late on 16. the 16th of August, 1975. Gosh. Ooh. Now, do we have any extra facts that we should be aware of, Fleetwood MacBook Pro? So play the song! <laughs> okay. Herb Albert? No. Better. Is it Copacabana? No. Let this run a bit. I fucking think this is, is great. Is it Mandy Bendy time? It's not. <laughs> Ooh. I know the track as well. Yeah, it's the stylistics with can't give you anything, brackets, but my love. You'll definitely, I mean, that, that chorus. I can't give you anything. Now we're fucking talking. Helter Skelter strings, falsetto as fuck, parping parpers, disco inflected nonsense from the ultimate sound of 70s deregulated local radio. It's the stylistics. There's something a bit of the spaghetti western about it, a whiff of Lee Van Cleef. That chorus, though, would bring down a fucking plane. It's amazing. It's their first and only UK number one, too. And the song knocked Rod Stewart's sailing off number one. So there's one in the plus column for that. <laughs> I love it. Great New song. one on me, that. Great song. Yeah. Uh, and like for something to sound that disco-y, 75 is really early. Yeah. But do you, do you get the kind of spaghetti western bit at the beginning? It's almost yeah. mariachi shit. It's, it's loads yeah, going off. It, it's like a little bit Morricone almost. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I dig it. It's, one of the things I really dig about doing this show is that occasionally, obviously, we have moments of horror like Craig's final number. Hey. And we have weird shit like the X Files <laughs> theme come up and Darius, God rest his soul. You know, it's kind of an interesting chat. But every now and again, these ones pop up and it's like, that's actually really fucking good, and I never knew that existed. So, just to tell you where I am in the kitchen of distinction, we have no viewpoint on that first song, which is bizarre. Some might say, we've got big eyebrows. Some might say that that is a minus point, but I just think it's like a white canvas. The stylistic song is so good, I, I'm, I'm a firm keep at the moment. Where are we in the kitchen? I am close. Well, you see, the thing is, I'm near the microwave. I might even be in the conservatory. Like, I might have left the kitchen for the Holy moment. Holy shit. I can go back, of course, but... See, this is the sort of nonchalant bravery that I had two tracks in before getting slapped in the face by a paedophile. <laughs> so let's not get too cracker. <laughs> am I about to just leg it back into the kitchen and dive for the bin? Is that what you're telling me? Shall we, shall we find out, Mister Maloney? Because I might get a feeling you might be uh, you might be running back into the kitchen. Let's, let's see. All right, okay. Now this is number number one, original number one, number two, three, six. It was 60, number one. It certainly was number one for three weeks on the nineteenth of July, nineteen sixty-seven. Facebook Fleetwood. Pro Mac face. Do you have any more information for me? Not a sausage. 
Although, in fairness, we probably missed a trick by not having their own special uh, sting for these artists. Ladies and gentlemen, Liam, take it away. Beatles, isn't it? It's the Beatles. <laughs> they have not let it lie, have they, ever since we started this? I mean, I know they've had 19, but you'd think they'd have spread it out over the three years, but no, front and centre. Right, let me get this out of the way before Liam speaks. Before we started this journey, I knew my Beatles game had to be fucking A, A game because Liam would sooner see them all in the bin. Consequently, I went through all the Beatles number one with an FTC, that's a fine too cool, and drew up my best to worst. So with that in mind... This leads us to All You Need Is Love, which is the song in question. This sits in my lower half of Beatles number oh, ones. Really? Yeah. Do you know why, Craig? Go on. I think it's a I think it's a dirge. I really do. The song only takes I think I, Go on. I couldn't disagree more. Well no, that's Matthew, great. I have never great. wanted your body more. <laughs> no, I think the song for me only takes flight. The I, I don't really want to get too musical, but the chords but fall back when, on themselves. When, when John starts doing his funny voice in the last minute. No, that, do you know what? He needs a fucking slap for that, don't he? Uh, <laughs> the chords kind of fall back on themselves after the chorus. That's really nice. I'll give you a, a quick wiki fist. Um, it was a non-album single. It was yep. Britain's contribution to the first intercontinental satellite TV spectacular called Our World, which featured Pablo Picasso, and Maria Callas, amongst others. So obviously the Beatles were what the UK put forward. So putting All You Needed Love into that context, it kind of makes more sense. It closed the show with a simple message of love at the height of the Vietnam War. And it was, it was like, it, I mean, it was the zenith, wasn't it, of the summer of love. So yeah, <laughs> closing thoughts, the prick. <laughs> <laughs> right, Craig, Liam. Craig. In the blue corner. Dr. Liam Maloney in the red corner. Dr. Craig Lowe, fight! I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a bigger statement song. And I know John Lennon is known for his dirty, self-pretentious statement songs. But I think of all of them, this is the one that can resonate the most. I mean, of all Beatles songs, you ask the man on the street, whoever he may be. To, <laughs> Don't ask to the man on the street Beatles. anything. <laughs> to name three Beatles tracks and this will be either the first or second in my opinion this is that important a track and it is culturally, culturally significant as well because it is as you say at the height of peace and love and it's the anthem right that don't, generation. Don't, so don't tell me what you want to do with the three songs because I want to go first on this Liam yep. please rebut if you can be the asked Beatles <laughs> So you know how Matt, you said you had this kind of list of of Beatles tracks. You know yeah. your kind of faves to the ones that you're kind of more willing to let slide. Yeah. And this is actually in the more slideable ones. Weirdly, it's one of the ones I find less offensive. I still think it's an absolute dirge. You are right. It's this kind of it's almost fucking funereal the way it mm. drones and rolls round and round. But I, fine. It's but John do, John does a funny voice in the last thirty seconds. Right, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> let me let me know. I'll let you know where I am. Okay. So all the way through this, I was thinking I was on the fence. I've actually wrote at the end of my notes, fence. Right. I don't know where where there's a fence in the kitchen, but there is now. But I enjoyed that stylistic song so much. 
And because the Beatles one sits in the lower half, I am going to say it's a soft keep from me. Right. Well, I will rebut that by saying I'm a bitter man after being burned so harshly on my tracks. It's all, it's all going in the bin. Fuck them all. So are you telling me at this moment in time, the man who hates the Beatles viscerally decides whether this gets kept on stage? <laughs> but the, but also, also the man who loves disco the most. True, which is kind of making me. I said I was in the conservatory. I'm probably still there, but the apathy and the and the um, ambivalence in me is growing. Um, but I think we will get like active letters of complaint if we bin this. Um, so in this really strange world that I've just constructed for myself, Matt's saying yes, understandably. Craig is voting the Beatles out out of spite, Which and I'm voting mental. to keep them in. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Give us, uh, roll out that hallelujah before you change your mind, mate. <laughs> that was bizarre. This has been the weirdest fucking episode. <laughs> Liam. We've still got three to go. Shall we dive in? Yeah, go on. Yeah, let, let's finish this disaster. It's me for the final one. And I'm just going to... I'm almost tempted to just say, let's keep our bin right now and just see what happens. But... Bin! <laughs> bin! <laughs> the guy's mad. He's mental. <laughs> okay, so here we go. This is unique number one, 121. One, two, one. It was... One, two, one, yeah. So we are early, and it is... Uh, the 29th of the... What's the 6th? I can't do months. June. So, it, yeah, it made it to number one in June 1961. You're um, getting a calendar it, for Christmas, so... <laughs> <laughs> two more fingers. Just give me two extra fingers and I'll write the the months on my fingers. Listen, you've got to blame Julius Caesar. He was the guy that fucked it up. So, go on. Julius and Augustus. Rude bastards. Because um, deck, December. Deck, yeah. Oct, October. Um, exactly. Anyway, well, let's not talk about the wrong. Jan, one. <laughs> yeah, because one Ravenscroft, that's, yeah. Um, it was number one for three fucking weeks. Thanks. <laughs> what year again? Please bring bring us back like, early. What, what, what year? June 1961, and it was number one for three weeks. Fantastic. Fleetwood MacBook Pro. Play the one-hit wonders jingle. Oh, Christ. My oh, word. Please be the shadows. Please, uh, we've not, have we had an instrumental yet? I'm not sure if we've had an instrumental, so I'm very excited. No, I don't excited. think we have. Come on. Oh, did we have Suicide is Painless? That's got words. No, I don't, we haven't. We haven't, oh. but that has got words. In early morning, something else. <laughs> no, Off no. we go. <gasps> oh. Runaway, Del Shannon. Correct. Yep. Runaway by Del Shannon. Keep. Run, 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 run away. You straight voting for Keep. Brilliant. Brilliant. In that. fact, I'm going to, well, since you feel so vehemently about it, I'm going to uh, seed the floor. Seed the floor? Concede the floor? Concede seed the, the floor is when you have a wank on the floor. Right? <laughs> Concede the floor. What, why do you want to keep it, Matt? I just... You're disgusting. Um, <laughs> that's why I want to keep it. Because you're disgusting and I love it. Um, there's certain 60s songs 
that and by say the cool acts but have such a t and you can take this through 70s 80s these ones that you wouldn't you'd so like kind of ghost in my house ardine taylor uh del shannon runaway um tesla um by joe meek what what name did he go under when he did tesla telstar telstar not tesla <laughs> that just that'd drive off and then set on fire um <laughs> You know these these kind of songs that I just think are Touchstone. almost yeah they they are social cultural history in sound and are that important just for that reason not because it's cool not because you can sit just they're very very important they smell they feel of the time they transcend the form and this is one of the songs. That's the reason I want to kind of keep this, or at least the reason I like it, is because it's I'm I'm much I'm not as kind of wedded to like the social importance of it as you are, but it's really evocative. Like yeah. you can't make guitars sound like that anymore. I mean, no matter how hard you fucking Yeah, and like the cheapo kind of organ synth. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's fun, but it's also it's kind of quite sexy. I think we all like it for the same reason. When it's not going. What places is it sexy? The what place that, is that this? Del Shannon's sexy. Runaway Sexy. <laughs> Someone's had it off to Del Shannon's. <laughs> Liam, be honest now. You, you're live on tape. Have you had a shag to <laughs> run away? I'll text you in the morning. <laughs> run, 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 right. run away. This is, I've taken us down a very dark cul-de-sac. Let's try Should number we... two. Number one, number two. Liam. <laughs> Absolutely, okay. I need to calculate my months again. Oh no, they, oh it's a six again, I can do this one, and it was June. February, so two. This was... <laughs> my second one is unique number one, it's got Giddy now. I'm going to have to have a time out in a minute. Um, 1,232. Oh right. It was number one for four whole weeks in the June of 2013. Oof. Yeah. This one, we don't really have a sting for, unfortunately, but it's a fairly controversial number. So I think let's have a listen. Oh! Oh, I mean, it, it is. is. It's, it's, it's on the rim. It's on the rim of mice. <laughs> Quite literally. I'm such a child. <laughs> you just it said is, rim course. and I exploded. Sorry, go on, Liam. <laughs> It is, of course, Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke, T.I. and Farrell Williams. And um, Al Pharrell got away with this. Al Pharrell's career survived this and Robin Thicke's didn't. because Robin Thicke's just got absolutely murdered, didn't it? Um, Some people don't like girth. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> Shall we re shall we refresh the public's mind on what the uh, controversy was over? Would you like me to do it in a sentence? Well, I can do it in a word. Go on. Consent. Consent. The song. The song's lyrics are very dubious. Brackets. Raping. Yeah. And and the so. and you know, objectification in videos was intriguing for about five minutes in the eighties when MTV started. 
Look at it now. It's basically like a souped-up, trumped-up, moneyed-up version of going in the back of the Flying Scotsman in King's Cross through the beaded curtain and watching some poor Polish sex traffic immigrant walk up and down the tables with bruises down her arm and a top off. That's that's as joyful as that video is. It depends which version you've got. It depends which one you're watching. Is it the one with the tops on or tops off? Either, mate. <laughs> Vacuous. Either or. Vile. I mean... Uh, on its plus side, Weird Al did a parody version of it. So, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> swings and roundabouts. Consent, it's fine. Swings and roundabouts. Um, and so, really, and also, don't forget the fact that it is um, an absolutely shameless rip-off of Got to Give It Up Part 1 by James Brown. Uh, James Brown? Um, no, Marvin Gaye. Quite literally, legally. Convicted <laughs> and sorted. <laughs> Quite literally. Officially a rip-off. Oh, was it official? Yeah, yeah. The the, the estate sued and won very much. Oh, so if amazing. you look at, if you look if you look at the writing credits on that track, oh, now yes, they were found. Uh, yeah, um, in March twenty fifteen, and he got all. I don't know if I even if I was Marvin Gaye's corpse, I don't know if I'd want the royalties. Um, I mean, so it's, it's, been, it's, it's been binned off lyrically and musically, and socially. Yeah, so yeah. like. I, I, it would. So I know you like Del Shannon, but realistically, there's not much. That's no, I can't. No, no, no. Lines. This is the reason um, Insta Keep isn't a thing because blurred lines. I'll just say this now: blurred lines should not be in the pantheon. No, it's creepy. Yeah. Um, shall we see what poor soul the ship of Robin Thicke is dragging down to the depths with them? Let's do this. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So for number three, this is unique number one, 652. It was, let's see if Craig gets this one. It was number one for four whole weeks in the January, February, March. March three. <laughs> September of. Sept. Seven. Um, sept. Yeah, in fact, I should, just add, I should just add two to everything. That's the, that's the way, right? But not not January though. Don't want to say January. Yeah, not January because Jan means one. <laughs> this is fucking hard work. Jan lads. means one. God, this is a tough episode for anyone listening, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> so this was number one for four weeks in the September of two thousand uh, of nineteen ninety. Sorry. September. And of should we ask Fleetwood MacBook Pro if they have any final thoughts for us? Yep. Alright, so that rules out Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan. Yeah. Well, most of the uh, the Stock Aiken and Waterman canon, 90s. Uh, Still very early 90s, though, isn't it? It is, but I mean, it's that weird 90s where nobody could decide what the 90s was going to be other than a slight continuation of the 80s. The 90s didn't really begin until about 92. Well, with that being said, shall we find out? Let's do it. It's uh, Show Me Heaven. It is Show Me Heaven oh. by Marie McKee. Which, I've only after kind of doing this, I realised it's a beautiful little song. It's really sweet. Oh, there's nothing little about it, Liam. It's big power ballad shoulder pads, that. Do you not think? Yeah, it's, and it's oh. like 1990 feels late for that song, it? does. It? That is absolutely right. It feels about three to four years out. That's yeah. why I say 1990 was just 1980-10. 
<laughs> well, the eight. Hang on, no, we we discussed this on the old pod, didn't we? That the eighties only ended in nineteen ninety two, especially in yeah, America. When, when, when yes, smells like Teen Spirit hit. Was um, was it tied to a film? Oh, that's a great question. I have the information. It's something me. like. Oh, I bet Days sweet, of Thunder. Yeah, some, yeah date, I was going to say something. Tom Cruise or Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze E. Yeah. Shall oh, we? Do you know well, what? She, obviously, she, she wrote a good heart by Fergal Sharkey. There we go. A good the only heart. the only Fergal Sharkey tune anyone actually knows. Yeah. Um. I, do we even need to take a vote on this? Thick's taking him down. Thick's dick. Yeah. Yeah. Consent yeah. over bin. Maria Maria McKee. <laughs> Thumbs oh, down Maria in McKee. the bin. No, yeah, get in. Yeah. Guilty by association. Yeah. Shall we see then who's making it into the Pantheon? Let's do this. Yes. So what number two is making it into the Pantheon? I still hear your voice when you sleep next to me. This smells like an X Factor. Every time, every time you touch, da, 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 oh, it's da, da, Cascade, Cascada, Cascada. Every time we touch, by Cascada. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because this is the drop. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I'll take it. It's a bit of chat Euro dance. I can cope with that. Shut if it's a choice between that and Robin Thicke, I know what I'm going for. Um, it feels like a bit of a wet end, doesn't it, that, I'm afraid, chaps? <laughs> Ooh, uh. Yeah, it was, but, you know, we've had an episode with Robin Thicke and our Kelly end, so, you know. Jesus, yeah, when we've survived. Yeah. Um, in that case, then, I think it's time for us to wrap up. And as we retire Fleetwood MacBook Pro to the rumours that it dispensed to us, we <laughs> will remind you that you can find us on all the socials at some point at every number one ever. You can find us at everynumberoneever.com. Spell that however you wish. It will lead you there. Don't forget to check our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash everynumberoneever. Uh, chuck us a few shekels we'd be much appreciated and we'll give you some more free we'll, give, well not free but you're paying for it you, that picture of Orson that picture of me with Orson you want Imagine. it you know you Imagine. want yes. it you yes. can print it and frame it, it, it you can have the NFT of it for a decent price <laughs> <laughs> um so, let's remind ourselves what did and did not make it into the Pantheon this week. Um, Darius, Dinesh and Orson were looking like potentials to be kept, but were Definite. unfortunately... Definite keeps. Were, well, we'll never know. We'll never um, know. <laughs> but were... Got um, shafted by R. Kelly and shipped into the X-Files. <laughs> Mead bin from R. Kelly. Um... And rightly so, though. I feel like yeah. that's, a, that's a sacrifice we all have agreed to make. Um, yes. In Not Matt's Darius. Round, I, w- I would imagine he didn't concede to this at all. <laughs> in Matt's round, um, the impossible happened, where Craig voted against and I voted for the Beatles. 
Uh, all you need is love. Uh, you can't give uh, can't give you anything but my love by the stylistics and prayer in C the Robin Schultz remix all made it into the pantheon and then finally we lost again Del Shannon's Runaway Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke and a shame to see Maria McKee's Show Me Heaven from the Days of Thunder soundtrack also not make it into the pantheon however we are not left empty-handed we also have an appearance from mark snow's x-files theme going into the permanent best of pop music and cascada's uh dutch um piss porn uh euro dance classic every time we touch so all in all, this week has been a complete failure. Let's move on to next week. Well, <laughs> I would I would disagree on that as we say goodbye to you, Mr. Craiglow. Goodbye. And goodbye to you, Mr. Liam Maloney. Goodbye. And I feel that we should play out on a positive note. And pretty much, I think the only song that all three of us thought, yeah, this is all right. Can we play out with the stylistics can't give you anything? Just in. Bye. <laughs>